From the Daily Sundial, I'm Cameron Martell, and this is Global Talks. This series focuses on stories from international students at CSUN and their experiences adjusting to the United States education system. In this episode, I talked to Gabby Puzon, an international student from the Philippines and a graduate student in CSUN's mass communication program. Gabby moved to the United States in August 2016 and has been a student at CSUN since then. She discusses the differences in the ways the two countries approach education, like the student-teacher power dynamic, and how education is prioritized. I'm Gabby Puzon. That's my nickname. It's spelled G-A-B-B-I-E. I don't normally use my first name. I'm 23 years old. I'm an international student from the Philippines. I'm a grad student right now, but I also like took my undergrad here. For my undergrad, I was a journalism major with an emphasis in PR. I was also a communication studies minor. And right now I'm taking, uh, I'm under the mass communication program. So you mentioned that you are an international student from the Philippines. So how long have you been in the United States? I've been here since um, August 2016. So, okay, I'm not really good at math. 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. Yeah, it's, it's been like more than five years. Can you tell us a little bit about uh, the Philippines? Yeah, sure. So the Philippines is um, located in Southeast Asia. Um, we're a tropical country, an archipelago. So there's a lot of beaches and the beaches are the best in my opinion. We're a predominantly Catholic country, and you know, similar to lots of countries in, in Latin America, we were also colonized by Spain. So a lot of the last names are like very Spanish-sounding. So you have a lot of Lopez, Cruz, Reyes, and whatnot. So we have lots of similarities with like Latin American countries. Food's also really bomb. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the motivation to go to college, and why did you choose the United States? I guess the biggest thing it's probably not an uncommon reason was to look for greener pastures. Not that the university is at home were bad or anything. It's just that I was pretty lucky and, and blessed enough to have a chance to study abroad. So I took that chance and here I am now. And I feel like with the field that I'm pursuing, specifically like media, I feel like having an education abroad would have given me more more of an edge than if I stayed back at home. And again, I'm really lucky to be here. Obviously, like the U.S. is very different from, you know, like the Philippines, like, you know, obviously like the Southeast Southeast Asia countries, all that stuff. So how has the schooling been different um, in the U.S. compared to the Philippines? I think the biggest difference is the U.S. is a very Western individualistic society compared to the Philippines, which is more collectivistic. So here, like, the idea is all about, you know, you got to do your best and make yourself, you know, better for your own sake. And um, back at home, the idea is a little bit like you got to do your best, you know, for your family, for the group that you belong to. So I guess that's the main difference. It, um, it sort of bleeds into like a lot of little things. So for example, here with professors, there's less of a hierarchy. Like you can almost refer to them on equal terms, but at home, there's more of a power difference. So like seniority is a big deal, something like that. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, wow. Can you tell me a little bit more like about that, like how you have kind of taken that power dynamic, like how that has changed for you? At first, it took me a while to get used to because because uh, I went to high, like throughout like elementary school and high school. I was like sort of used to the like the distance between like teacher and student. It was very solid, very apparent. And like that was a line that I should never cross. And that like, you know, I, talking with them casual, casually was not a good idea. But here it's like, oh, like you could like talk to your professor during office hours about almost anything. And, and you could almost be in equal terms. And even with bosses at work too, like it took me a while to get used to that, that I could be like an equal basis with them, I guess. Like um, when, if we're at work and then we're having a meeting, I don't have to be quiet the whole time. I can actually, you know, like share my ideas and stuff. Mm-hmm. Would you would you say that's been kind of like liberating or freeing, I guess you could say, because you're able to express your opinions and stuff like that, like whether that's in school or like you said, like in the workforce or work field, I guess you could call it um, like, would you say that that's been one of the main advantages of um, living in America? I would say, yeah, it definitely pushed me out of my shell and helped me navigate the American workforce, though I wouldn't say I would apply this same attitude I have like with my family. But like if, if I'm like out in American society, like at work and at school, yeah, it definitely like made me more, uh, gave me more of an edge, I'd say. Another question I had was you were obviously mentioning the um, power dynamic and everything like that, like we just talked about. Uh, what were there Were there any other adjustments or um, like quote unquote struggles of, you know, adjusting to the American school system or was there anything that like has stuck out to you in terms of like experiences or anything like that that you would like to talk about? Yeah, so I think one of the biggest things is that my priorities like quickly had to change because um, when I was at home, my priority was my biggest priority was my family. And I think it's safe to say that most people's priority like back at home would be their families because it's deeply ingrained in our culture to be family oriented. But here, like, my priorities were basically schoolwork and, and myself. So sometimes, and, and, you know, looking back on this now, sometimes I feel bad about it. Like, I'd have to put, like, I'd have to cancel plans with, with, with family to, you know, to finish some stuff that I have to do for school or for work. And it's difficult to navigate that. You have, like... Um, you have to do for school work and your family sort of expects you to be there for them at the same time it's a weird territory to to navigate is there any thing else that you want to talk about that i didn't touch on um i think there's this one other thing yeah so i guess after moving here i i did feel a deeper love for my for my home country i guess you know makes the heart grow fonder or whatever but like after moving here I realized there are a lot of things about home that I miss I mean the food definitely the food like the people and like you know how I said a lot of people here like 
they've subscribed to a very individualistic culture. Yes. It's it's sometimes a good thing, but sometimes it also it's also very lonely because um I don't know, it's just sometimes it feels like it's every man for himself out here and versus like if you have like an already existing network to support you despite everything and sometimes it it feels like a lonely existence here but you know like it is what it is sometimes thank you again so much for doing this with me i appreciate it yeah no no, uh, i just wanted to say thank you as well you can listen to other podcasts and audio stories from the daily sundial at sundial.csun.edu or wherever you get your podcasts my name is cameron martell talk to you soon